When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Simpler communications. Hey, everyone out there in Rambling About Racing Nation. Matt Beamer here along the, with the whole crew. Charlie Hercus, Austin Reeves, and Preston Lude going to bring you the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing, getting ready for the final race weekend of the 2022 NASCAR seri- season for the Trucks Xfinity and Cup Series. Going to break down a great Martinsville weekend from the Xfinity and Cup side as well as the Formula One Grand Prix from Mexico. Let's go ahead and get into it. This is a production of ITM Media. Yes, what a crazy weekend it was from Martinsville on both the Xfinity and Cup side of the races. It, it, what a crazy weekend overall it was. Got, I hope everyone had a great and safe Halloween with your family, trick-or-treating and all that good stuff. We're not quite there yet with my family, but we'll get there soon enough. Hello, everyone. Again, Matt Beamer here along with the crew. Charlie Herkus, Austin Reeves, and Preston Lug bringing you another episode of rambling about race and best time of the week if it isn't race day here from everybody here at the itm media studio as well as alabama and down the road in old hanahan south carolina yes we are going to bring you a great episode this week going to go ahead and start off by saying hey everyone hope how was everybody's halloween let's just start off with that went pretty good so uh me and uh, Chris and Jeff and their daughter, JC and Emma, we all walked the neighborhood last night, got about, 
I think Emma and JC both probably got half a bag full of candy, if not more. So I think they they did pretty well for themselves. Nice, man. Well, it was great seeing you this weekend, Charlie. We uh, Caroline yeah. and I went down to Alabama to see mom and dad uh, show off the grandkid, and it was a fun weekend. We had lunch together. It was great seeing you, man. I know Caroline was happy to see you. Great to see you for lunch, even if it was just for an hour and a half. It was a lot of fun. Great seeing you, man. Glad to you know, see, see everything's doing well. It was like yesterday we just saw each other in Alabama and then we, or Talladega, and then we see each other again in Dothan. So great to yeah, see. Yeah, no doubt. Good lunch. Yeah, great lunch. Uh, and needless to say, a lot of jokes at my expense. More importantly, I think it was the tuna casserole joke at my expense there at the end because we'll get more into that later. I think that sounds more of a Christmas special topic right there. We'll <laughs> We'll talk about that later. But Preston, man, how are you doing, man? Welcome back to the show. How was your Halloween? Halloween was great. <clears throat> uh, weekend was great. Great weekend of auto racing and Halloween last night. Took the uh, took the kiddos out trick-or-treating. We went to a friend's neighborhood that we thought was going to have uh, a lot more people passing out candy, but it was a, a, a really big decline from last year. We went there last year, and uh, there was a lot of people handing out candy, but this time around there was not as – not as many people handing out candy, and I'm not really sure why, but, hey, you know, I guess that's kind of a good thing for me because then my kids are needing candy and staying up all night. So, hey, you know, it is what it is. It's like a win-win. It's true, man. But on the flip side of that, when they go to sleep, you can't just take a few pieces of candy. They'll notice. You gotta uh, watch. No, they won't notice. Oh, okay. Nope. <laughs> you got to nope. watch out. It's all the parent tax, you know. They can't say anything about it. You get to take it. It is what it is. That's right. Reese's peanut butter cups are on my tax list for Maury whenever she starts trick or treating. Yes, sir. And mm. and Austin, man, uh, we saw the pictures of the of your son and daughter there for the first Halloween. Nice of them to dress them up there. In the it looked like still the, in the NICU, man. But uh, how's everything going over there? Your Halloween good? Yeah, I, I didn't get to take my kids trick or treating. <laughs> they're still in the hospital, um, but they're doing good. We're right on the verge of bringing them home. Two weeks or less, they should be home. I did get Con into going with my little niece trick or treating. Walked around with her for a little bit and then came back home. But other than that, everything's going good down here. Nice man. Well, glad to hear that. And we already have Brian Stone and James in the chat because Preston is here tonight. It seems like when Preston's here, the more fun the chat is, the more fun the fan interaction is. I love it. It's just great. Love to see that. Glad everyone's doing well out there. Halloween here was good. Just handed out candy, and Maury isn't able to eat candy or trick-or-treat yet, really. So we just handed out candy. Had a great Halloween. Can't believe it's already November here. It's just This year's just flying by, and I have a feeling the next however many years with the child is going to fly by even more. But Everything's going well here. Hope everything's going well out there for everybody, whether you're joining us on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, or your regular podcast platform, or Burns Radio. Really do appreciate that, and everybody showing up. Make sure to leave a comment of where you, who you are, where you're from, and if this is your first time watching Rambling About Racing this week, uh, it's always fun to see the fans' interaction, and I know I have a feeling I'm going to be turning a lot more with Preston here, with Brian and James just gunning for him. I love it. That was it. Man, uh, other than that, there's really nothing going on here. We're just going to go ahead and hit the ground running, gentlemen, because I have a feeling we have a lot to talk about. We're going to have a lot of different opinions on stuff. We're going to go ahead and get into the Hey Man. Before we continue on with today's episode, I wanted to tell everyone out there about our brand new partnership with Extreme Sim Racing, where you can find the latest and greatest of sim racing gear for iRacing Formula One 2022 
or whatever sim platform you race on. Charlie, you can find just about anything from there. Yeah, you can find steering wheels, pedals, shifters, even the platforms that you need to set all this up on, whether it's a basic platform or a more professional style platform. Yeah, you can. And Austin, you don't have to buy the whole platform as one piece. You could build it from scratch or build your own platform as well, can't you? Yeah, you can build your own. Or if you don't feel like building your own and you want to buy something that's ready to plug in and go, uh, they already have uh, kits available. They have everything there. All purchases help us out here at Ramblin' About Racing, bring you better iRacing content, Twitch content. It doesn't matter. Content from the tracks, it doesn't matter. Go check them out. Links can be found at ramblingaboutracing.com or under the podcast description or YouTube description of the show. Go check them out. All proceeds will help out Ramblin' About Racing in the future. Again, that's Extreme Sim Racing now on board here. Look for us in the VRL League. We'll have the paint schemes updated for you. Go check us out. Go check them out. Hey, man. Hey, man. And for those of you who don't know what Hey, man is, this is uh, what we're doing now is instead of just reading comments off the Internet, which I'm sure there's a plethora of room this week at following, especially the cup race. And I dare say the Xfinity Series race, what we're going to do is something is revamping hey man and we i think Preston and i finally got it nailed down here so pretty much we're going to bring up topics and if you agree with it you're going to go yeah man and if you don't agree no man yeah no that's the best we could do right now and i think that's what's going to stick around so we're just going to go ahead and hop into it first topic on discussion i have a feeling we're going to be talking for a few minutes about this one ty gibbs wrecks brandon jones on the final lap to win at martinsville who wants to start We'll let Preston go first. Preston sounds like he was just ready to go on that one. I I don't have too much of an opinion on this one. Uh, I want to answer yes and no on this one. I mean, I'm okay with it, but at the same time, not okay with it. What what are you okay with? Okay, so (laughs) here we go. Here we go. All right, so I wish we had a bell. Like ding, 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 ding. It's it's a it's a racing deal. Let's be honest. It's a racing deal. Now, I I was listening to Sirius XM today, NASCAR radio, and it was talked about heavily today, and how Brandon Jones is upset that he didn't make the final, you know, the championship four, and they got wrecked by his teammate. But like at the same time, NASCAR doesn't really have team orders. It's not like F one. So like if you have to look at it from a different perspective, like he doesn't have to let him win. But at the same time, I can understand that he wanted to put the bumper to him. But I mean, he did. If you watch the replay, Ty Gibbs did run it in there a little hot and did kind of let's, put let, the bumper. Yeah, but know, keep in mind, him. let's be real. This isn't this isn't the first time Ty has blatantly taking Brandon Jones out of a race this year either. Well, I understand that, but I mean, at the same time, you'd think this is, this is Martinsville. I mean, there's going to be bumping to begin with. I understand that. That's like, not bumping. I'll be the first that one was, to say that, that I was, am not, that I'm not really a fan of Ty Gibbs to begin with, but like, you have to keep an open mind with some of these things. That's, and that was, I'm, that was closed mind. He knew what the heck he was hold doing. On, hold on, hold on. I'm just let, saying yes and let, no, because honestly, when he compared himself to Jesus, I mean, that's, let's be real. That's kind of, that was kind of a stupid move. 
to say it like that. And then the when he was in the media was center and they asked him the same over and over again if he, you know, what he did wrong, he came up with the same answer seven out of eight freaking times. So I think he knows what he did wrong, but I mean, sometimes you have to keep an open mind about it. But I don't know. I'll say yes and no. I don't really want to jump the gun and say that he he meant to completely dump him, but I mean, Ty Gibbs does have a history of doing this as well, like you said, Charlie. Oh, he, so. The way he acted after the race, he absolutely meant to dump him, knew what he was doing 100%. It's not the first time he's done it. He's never going to learn. I, I got it. I got it. Go ahead. Me and you are in a first and second, vice versa. I move you other way. You move me other way. I go in and drive two car links into turn one and just absolutely dump you. Are me and you still teammates and friends after we leave that racetrack that night? No. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. Not at all. Well, here, here's what I saw with this, because I watched this right after we got done trunk or treating there in Dothan, Alabama's Harley Davidson. It was listening to the radio. It was a build-up, build-up. A lot of wrecks happened there at the end of Martinsville. And Brandon Jones was in a must-win situation in order to go to the final four. I, it, needless to say, if they would have, if Jones would have finished first and Gibbs would have finished second, it would have been no harm, no foul. Both are still going to race for the championship. But when I watched that live on TV along with my mom and dad and wife, even my mom and dad, who aren't race fans whatsoever, said that was a crappy move on the part of Ty Gibbs. Even fans <laughs> of the sport who would look at that, and after me explaining to him, oh, those guys are teammates, and he needed to win, and I explained to him in the whole situation, both my mom and dad said, what a punk Ty Gibbs is. And he is. He shouldn't have done that. I don't know what he was thinking. He was trying to pull the old Earnhardt. I was just trying to rattle his cages and not trying to wreck him. You can't no, do he that. Wrecked him. You, oh, yeah. He drove right in there and drove through him. Now, this is a, now I, to Preston's point here, I will say this. This reminds me of what happened at Darlington for the spring race when Logano did the same thing to Byron, although he didn't wreck Byron. And those two weren't teammates. Yeah, but there, that was a little bit more clearer. I mean, you could really tell for sure. I could I tell. Mean, I Logano could... sent it a little bit further into three than he should have. Everybody could see that Gibbs sent it into the corner as well with Brandon yeah. Jones. Uh, we're, we're comparing apples to oranges here. We're comparing to, we're comparing non-teammates going for a win, trying to lock themselves into the playoffs, period, as opposed to teammates one is trying to win a race, lock himself into an actual chance to win the championship. The other one's already locked in. All he literally had to do was run one more lap, second place, and would have been good to go. Like, hey, Gibbs would have had two cars, and at that point would have had a fighting chance to outrun the uh, other two junior motorsports cars for the championship. So now Gibbs has to outrun five junior motorsports cars instead of four. Yeah. And to be honest with you, he's going to have to outrun yep. that whole field because he has made so many enemies this year Right. that if Brandon Jones doesn't take him out before somebody else does, I'll be seriously surprised. I would be surprised as well because after the race. I'm telling you, Gibbs will not finish. That race Saturday. Well, unless they, unless he just has a dominant car and nobody can touch him. But I will say this: he's going to come up on somebody at some point to lap him. They're going to they're <laughs> going to Jeff Gordon him like he did, like Jeff Gordon did to Clint Boyer there in 2012. Because after the race, Junior Motorsports drivers Josh Berry and Justin Allgaier came up to Brandon Jones and said, 
it's okay. And I want to say they wanted to say it's okay. You're a junior motorsports driver now. Watch <laughs> out. <laughs> he probably uh, figured that they were really saying that. You know, right, that's even Brandon Jones place. said in his uh, post race interview. I'm. I'm. He almost blankly said, "I'm ready to be at JRM." Those guys have a lot more respect. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see Sam. I don't even see a Sam Mayer as much as crap as you guys give him on the show. I don't even see a Sam Mayer doing that to address an all guy or Josh Berry. No, I don't see that no. whatsoever. But yeah, no, that, that that organization is run a whole lot better than that. And yeah, it is. It, let's face it, I, the boy needs to be he needs to be kept in check a whole lot sooner than this. And they've let him just run free, and now they got to deal with the monster they've created. Because ironically enough, it was at Martinsville in the spring where he got in the fight with Sam Mayer. Sam Mayer. It, it, it's one of those things now where he's just not creating any friends on the racetrack. Is he being aggressive and winning races? Yeah, he's doing all that. He's doing exactly what he needs to do if you were, if you were a Ty Gibbs fan. But it's kind of taboo at the same time, I, say, I feel. You don't just go running through people. Now, oh, but I'm with Preston there because I say that, you know, if he would have just moved them up the track, I think we would have been talking something completely different. Instead of wrecking. Hey, here's, here's, here's my take on this whole if thing. If it had been any other race and maybe him just moved him a little bit. Look, that late model race I sent y'all, if you watched it, the one I sent you a messenger, that's moving somebody. And they still fought it out for the win. What Gibbs did was blatantly wreck him. Those two that fought it out, and I think it was the Spears tour or whatever, that was nudging somebody, getting under them, fighting it out for the win. There's nothing about that situation that was going to be handled any other way. There there was nothing good that was going to come from that situation by any means. Now, if he'd have nudged him, got under him, I don't even think that that would have made a difference in that situation, being that he just cost Gibbs from having two cars into playoffs. Now, maybe if he'd have nudged him, got under him, and got a win, and it been, you know, three, four races ago, hey, we're talking different story then. But blatantly wrecking him, and he's got to win his way into the final race, I'm telling you, if I'm Jones, I make sure that he doesn't finish that race, and as soon as that happens, I bring my car down pit road, or I go to the garage, I park it, I get out and I go sit on top of that nine box. And whatever fine NASCAR sends you, I guarantee you, Junior Motorsports will cut that boy a check and say, hey, you got to pay this. I don't think Brandon Jones is actually going to wreck him. I don't think so either. I don't. If he doesn't wreck him, he will definitely make it hard, really hard. I think he'll hold him up, but I don't think he'll he'll wreck him. Yeah, I think Brandon Jones is is a better classy driver than one of Ty Gibbs. I don't know now. He he handled his Look, interview. The boy's real been well. wrecked. The boy's been wrecked by Gibbs two, maybe three times this year. He got he got taken out at Richmond by Gibbs. Uh, now he's gotten taken out by Martinsville. We're not talking about moved. We're talking about wrecked. And I think that now, I think is it, it, I think that now he's going to hit him where it hurts. Yeah, and Jason Reeves says, I guess from NASCAR on. Series XM says the media doesn't even want to talk to him now. I take it that means talk to Ty Gibbs right Gibbs. now. Yeah, I, nobody nobody cares for him anymore. Well, they also don't want to talk to him, like I said, when he was in the media center after the race and 
they kept asking him about the yeah, altercation when, with him and Jones on the racetrack. And when he wrecked him, he just gave the media the same response. Almost when I, you get out of the car, and you know, it was, yeah, when you get out of the car and you know you're about to be booed, and you're just saying, "Bring it on." Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You knew what you were doing, and you knew what was about to happen. It kind of reminds you done it anyway. It kind of reminds me of a few weeks ago when we talked about Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson here on the show in in great detail. If Bubba Wallace showed his true colors there, we've already seen Ty Gibbs's colors throughout the year, but now they have come right to the surface. And you know what kind of driver he is. You know what kind of man he is. He's a punk kid who's gotten handed everything up to this point in his racing career and is possibly going to be handed a Cup Series ride. When Ain't no possible. He'll definitely be in the 18 yeah, cars. Yeah, he's going to be in the 18 so every, took in the back and front windshield out and put Gibbs instead of Bush on there. So pretty much everything right now is pointing to him just getting everything because of his grandpa's last name. If I was Joe Gibbs, I'd be straight up embarrassed of Ty Gibbs, but he's not going to come out and say, oh, yeah, he was 100% wrong. He's just going to say we're going to deal with it. If Gibbs was going to be embarrassed of Ty He'd have been embarrassed a while back instead of keeping, kept on saying, well, this is going to be a, uh, a learning experience. Um, Agreed. And obviously he hasn't learned anything. It's all it is, is, like I said, on a couple episodes ago with Wallace's statement, it's a blanket, it's a blanket statement. It's a, it's a catch all or cover all. Uh, but hey, they're they going to learn from it. They yeah, are they're going to learn from it. From it. So, and I think themselves. even his even his dad or somebody said something right after the race too. He's like, "Well, you know, well, I, I think even he said something about learning from it. What is there to learn from it? This this isn't the first time you've done it. So, right, it's not going to be the last either. It's not like you wrecked a different team's car. You literally just wrecked your own stuff that you got to fix and pay for. <laughs> like, where does that equal out at? I don't know, but that's that was just take one. That was just a first of what five five or six things we got to cover here. All right. Anything else about Ty Gibbs and Brandon Jones following the Martinsville race? Oh, it's just a little punk. I agree with you, Charlie. He's a punk. And, we, and can, story. We, we can call him a lot worse, but we, we can't say it. We could. Lies. He's a punk, and I tell you what, I tell you one thing. If grandpa doesn't discipline him, somebody else will. He's got oh, little man sure. syndrome. Oh, yeah. I wish Austin Hill would get a hold of him. Yeah, Austin Hill punching, what was it? Uh, Matt uh, Myatt Snyder? Myatt Snyder. I, I don't Matt. even know what happened there. What happened there? I bet Myatt Snyder won't say nothing to Austin Hill ever again. Myatt no. Snyder don't know where he's nope. at right now. No, nah, he still hadn't woke up from that uh, punch-induced <laughs> coma. Please. I, I, I only caught what happened on Twitter because of that. I, but I, I don't even saw know, anything. But I don't even know what happened. Something about Myatt Snyder was running a high groove and then – Yeah. And then Austin Hill was trying to get back up towards the front and he saw a hole. He took it. And then Mike came across his nose after the race. Mike went to his car and this is, this is just come up to Hill's car. Yes. Fair game. Yeah. Fair game. Told him, Hey, just, just back up, go on multiple times. 
And all of a sudden, you saw a full cock Judy chop coming across his chin. It wasn't half cock. That was a full cock. Like, <laughs> only uh, concussion protocol that came from this weekend was Matt Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> because that big old freaking cornbread fed country kid with the first name Austin. No kidding. I mean, he, he, <laughs> I mean, full extended. That joker don't walk around with a half cock Judy. He walked around with a full cock Judy. I mean, and he unloaded that bad boy. I guarantee you, nobody else wants to walk up to the twenty-one uh, car. Yeah, that's hey, good. there's a rule: you don't walk into somebody else's pit stall. Yeah, that's the eighty-three. Or up to somebody else's, uh, up to somebody else's car. And yeah. when Snyder walked up to Hill's car. It's a uh, fair game. Fair it's game. fair game, and he let fair him game. know. Yep, he did. Really hard. So, okay. All right, and that is what it is. That wasn't even in the Hey Man segment here. I it was totally, self-defense. I totally forgot about that one. Okay, I think the talk of the town, anything else about Ty Gibbs here? I, I think we're going to beat the dead horse. We'll find out more in Phoenix. Let's just say I, I can't wait for Phoenix with that one in the Xfinity Series. Second topic here, Ross Chastain makes a move along turns three and four wide open to secure a spot in the final four. Everybody's thoughts on this. This, this yeah, or I could leave. I'll go last. Okay, I'll, I'll lead off. That was as amazing as since 1979 Daytona 500 when Yarbrough and Allison got in the fight. That was as impressive as Ricky Craven and Kurt Busch, final lap at Darlington, battling it out. .002 second finish there at Darlington in 2003. This highlight with Ross Chastain going a long turn and securing a spot will be in every major highlight from now till the end of the world when it comes to NASCAR. What an amazing move. I was listening to it on the radio, so I didn't see it live. But they were talking about it like, oh, it's a video game. It's like, I, I didn't even think it was. But then when I watched the Twitter and the social media stuff when I got home, from driving, it almost looked like it was sped up. And the announcers were nice enough to say, this is not sped up. Ross Chastain blew everybody's mind there. And I can only imagine what Denny Hamlin was there thinking behind Brad Keselowski, thinking he had a shot, being thinking that he was going to be in the final four, and then Chastain just zips on by him. Turns out that Chastain would have made it anyway after Brad Keselowski's disqualification yeah. which you don't know at the time so you got to do what you got to do but but it would have made it more it made it just i mean just denny hamlin sitting there going man i got this and then just at the final moment just ross chastain just shows up out of nowhere the radio traffic Couldn't. from there was amazing yeah it would have been tied happened to brad, a better driver yeah it would have been tied after brad kozlowski's disqualification and a tiebreaker would have went to chastain but it was it was an amazing so. amazing I want to get everybody else's thoughts on that because that was just yeah, I'm amazing. Going nice. Who, who's next? Who's next? Preston, you're next. What do <laughs> okay, you think right, of that? I'll be next. Got him. That move at the time, watching it live, because I watched the entire cup race for once, watching it live, that had to have been the most, one of the most bizarre things I had ever seen in my entire life of watching NASCAR. I couldn't believe it. I mean, like, like you said, Matt, you watched it and it looked like it was absolutely sped up. I mean, it was crazy. And I was just like, my mind was blown. I was at a loss for words. And at the same time, I was like, that was really cool. Like, I, I have to admit, that was very cool the way that happened. But I, I have to say this, you know, there are a lot of, there were, yes, there are a lot of people that say it was cool and that they love it. And then there was actually some pushback that I saw on social media that people said, 
oh, what a dangerous move for him to do. He should be penalized for this, you know, this and that. And I'm just like thinking to myself, what was so dangerous about it? You know, like I, I, I there was somebody that I saw on Facebook, you know, we just, we had a, it was a friendly conversation about it. You know, I just commented on it because, you know, he had said, you know, he, maybe he needs to be penalized because Bubba Wallace did something dangerous and this is something dangerous too. And I, you know, I said, there's nothing dangerous about it. It would have been more dangerous if he actually sent it off into three and actually just destroyed somebody, but he kept it out of the racing groove up against the wall. Everybody's spotters in the turn, let them know, Hey, guess what? That one car is coming on the outside and boy, he's, you know, half those spotters just were in shock and all is just like everybody else probably were. What I'm trying to get to is people call for penalties, you know, oh, there should be a rule made about it now. NASCAR wants eyes on the sport these days, especially new eyes. If they come out with some stupid rule to counteract this, NASCAR is just shooting themselves in the foot at this point because we've seen it tried before. And, you know, I know we're going to get to the whole Kyle Larson thing later. We've seen a try before. You have a ton of eyes, a ton of eyes, new fans, fans that don't even watch this sport, saying, holy cow, this is crazy. This is what the playoffs create right here. He had to make it in. And if NASCAR – I don't foresee NASCAR doing anything to change it. Like Steve O'Neill said, we don't, we're not – you know, it was cool. You know, we're just going to let everything play out. But, you know, we're not going to change the rule 35 races in, which is bullcrap because they changed – damage vehicle policy and all that other stuff. So, I mean, they's, you can't say that they're not going to change rules when they already do anyways. They're inconsistent, just like F1 was last year. They All I got to say is NASCAR better not come out with some stupid penalty because this is what they want right here. The playoffs create this, and yep. then if they're going to counteract it, well, then what was it for? You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm all for it. I thought it was great. What you're referring to there is uh, Steve O'Donnell, executive vice president of NASCAR, said – Chastain move was within the rule books and going into this weekend's or next weekend's championship race at Phoenix, there's no need to adjust the rules, but there will be, but it will be looked at during the off season as they do with all the rules to see if there is some sort of action needed. So, oh, and well, okay. So, all right, uh, sorry to cut you off, Matt, but no, one okay. other thing too, because after this happened, this prompted a lot of pushback on well as well, excuse me, on social media, people saying, well, if this is going to happen now, then it's going to happen at every other track. Like, do people not take the time to think about that could not be done at any other track? You can't be able to, you'll be able to pull that off at every track that there is on the NASCAR circuit. Yeah, I don't foresee no. that happening. And and really, really what it comes down to is, does NASCAR need to make a rule about that? I'm going to say no, man. Absolutely not. You don't need to make a rule about every new situation that comes up. Now, if it does with the competitive side and the car, yeah. May, I mean, you have your rules set in stone there. But for a one-off thing, I don't, I don't foresee it when we go back to Martinsville in the spring, seeing anybody do that again, or it's going to be tough for them to pull it off like Chastain did. Would it happen? What would happen again? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hedge my bets and say everybody out there who was racing saw it done once and it was successful. Could it be done? I mean, he ran an 18-second lap. Am I saying they're going to wall ride it for 500 laps? No, absolutely not. But the last 10 laps, you never know. But with the suspension the way it is, I highly doubt you're going to see that happen again. I don't think a rule change would be leave the rules alone. It was an amazing finish. Don't even talk about making rule changes, NASCAR. Austin, what's your take on it? It, it was amazing. Um, I was watching the race, and here I'm watching Christopher Bell win the race, lock himself in, Denny Hamlin um, locking himself in. 
And next thing I know, they point the camera back to the 11 car, and there's a red car beside it about to punt Brad Keselowski. And I'm like, what? who is that? Who, what red car was that close? And then about the time my phone rings, and it's Charlie. And I answered, and I'm like, what? It's... And then it replays, and I'm like, what What was that? And then it then it clicked. Light bulb went off. And I'm like, this dude, what did he do to get up there that quick? The set that it took to do that and the guts, that, I, I gained a little bit more respect for Ross Chastain. Like we, we all, I think we all lost some respect for him when he was driving over his head, taking people out, or I, I not wasn't. taking people out. I, I've always liked Chastain. Kind of, you know, driving over his head, doing stupid stuff. Driving past yeah. the limits a little bit. Yeah, not not driving stupidly. You, just, you just drove past the yeah, limits need, there. Just need to, well, that's a different type of driving past the limits, but it it, it took a set like that. That's... I mean, he was two points out. The two cars in front of him that he needed to pass were already in the corner, and he did the unthinkable. He grabbed a gear, disappeared, and locked himself in. That right there shows you that that boy has no dang, no dang give up, nothing. Like, he, Ross Chastain for president. That's, <laughs> that's what I think about it. Because it was, we, we've seen a video game tried, or video game pass tried multiple times. Nobody can complain it. And leave it up to Florida man to get it done. True, Florida man. It was it, a, done. it was amazing. I'm yeah man, a hundred thousand percent. I agree. Yeah man. What about you, Charlie? To wrap up this topic. All right. So it was great for that situation. Yes. Uh, definitely brought a whole lot of eyes. I I've I've heard different rick and bubba has talked about it for two days straight uh you know if you're if you know who rick and bubba is um they've talked about it multiple times for the past couple of days on the on the show and it's on twitter uh, it's on tiktok uh, it's everywhere uh that move so it's it's being talked about all over the world i'm sure so it has brought a lot of eyes on NASCAR, and they need to be very, 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 very careful where they go with it from here. So in that situation, he needed to pass a bunch of cars to make sure he was locked in, and that was the move he needed to make to get there. He made it. These cars this year allow for that type of move. They hold up where years pass if you tried that, soon as you hit the wall, you were stopping. You wasn't going anywhere. Uh, you were going to cut a tire or something like that. However, I got to play devil's advocate a little bit. And I was telling Austin this, uh, what was it, Sunday afternoon or something like that. We're praising it now because it worked. And I know we can what if this to death. But that car could have just a, just as easily wheel hopped up onto the safer barrier and wound up getting up into the catch fence or something like that with the amount of speed that it was it was carrying going down the straightaway into into the fence there and stuff like that so I'll play devil's advocate just just from a, a safety aspect there. So I get it. Hey, kudos to him for making the move for sure. So, cause there's, 
at that time, he's probably the only one out there that would have made that move without maybe just, you know, he didn't bulldoze cars out of the way. He did it. The only car that was damaged was his. So, you know, it's not like he tore up half the field trying to get his way up there. It's not like he literally, like, nailed people all day long, a lot like Hamlin. So, um, you, you could have said that on air, Austin. Yeah. I don't uh, want to interrupt Charlie. So, it, I, I see it both ways, you know, because – Yes, it worked, but it could have just as easily went south real quick if that car would have would have could have climbed a wall and, and gotten into the the catch fence there, which it didn't. But so I don't know, you know. It, it's a big what if, and yeah, I wasn't gonna think because me and you had talked about it. It's a good move, and it was a bad move. I think it's a one and done move. Like nobody else should try it. I mean, I get mm-hmm. people are gonna want to try it, and if I, I think. It's on the situation. Like, look, if you're if he's in that same spot in the spring Martinsville race and it's the last lap, should he do that to try for a win? Absolutely not. Everybody would be disappointed though if he doesn't. They, they hell would, with everybody. But, but it's it's a spring race. It's, it's not a spring a race. Cut off a lot race of time four. in between the spring race and then. It's still I, a race. I think it's a situational based thing. Because if that's the case. You're about to have half the field just sail it off down the back straightaway. And I can and guarantee you at that point, NASCAR is going to step in field. and be like, all right, well, that's enough of that. All right. Well, fair so, enough. Right. And, and caveating off of that one, yeah, man or no man, does, does this move that Ross Chastain did Sunday at Martinsville help or hurt NASCAR? Currently, yeah, man, it helps. Oh, no, no, man, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt NASCAR currently. It does not hurt NASCAR. Okay. What about you guys? What about Austin and Preston there? Does it hurt NASCAR or uh, help? Right now, in, in this week leading up to championship weekend, no. because No, there's going to be a lot of eyes on them this weekend. You hop on any form of social media right now, it's nothing but Ross Chastain. But, Ross Chastain, which kind of sucks for Christopher Bell having to walk off another walk off win in this playoffs, and Ross Chastain stole the show. It is, but literally, like every form of social media has nothing but Ross Chastain. True. Um, he just made, like you said earlier, I had it written down on my notes. Nineteen seventy nine Daytona five hundred, Kurt versus Ricky, like that. He just that move put him in that era, or not era, but that category of, of highlight film right there. That that's gonna be that's gonna be I mean 1979 they're still playing that one. So 2022 yep. in 30, 40 years they're still gonna be playing it. Yep. I agree. Um now when people start trying to mimic that, I think that's when it's gonna start to hurt NASCAR. All right. Fair enough. Preston what there about you? I'm sure some people on iRacing trying to mimic it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't hurt NASCAR right now. It it's I, a, I agree. Like uh, like Charlie Nelson said, it's a it's like Austin alluded to. It's a huge thing on social media now. Formula One drivers are even talking about it. Nice. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's gonna I go saw what? some comments from the F1 side about about it and stuff like that. So yeah, they're going to be talking about this well into the 2023 NASCAR <laughs> season. I agree. But there are, however, some drivers, notably Kyle Larson, who are not happy for what Chastain 
did at Martinsville. Do you agree with those drivers or disagree with the drivers? I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with the drivers only for the fact that Ross Chastain was bold enough to do it first. Nobody thought of it before him. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. I'm going to say, no, man, I disagree with all the drivers complaining about it that didn't have the brains or the cojones to do it first. Yeah, I disagree with all of them. And to make it work. And I have to add that on there. Well, he didn't know that it was going to work. He just tried it. (laughs) What did they say? It doesn't have to work every time. It just has to work one time. Who said that? I don't know. Author unknown. You can't say stuff if you don't know who's said. I said Matt it. Beamer said it. Yeah, I said it. Thanks, Thanks, Preston. Thanks, Preston. I said it. Quote it and tag it. Make yeah, sure you put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, we'll put that on a T-shirt. It doesn't have to work every time. Uh, this you has to get copyrighted once. on that one, too. How so? You didn't even know who created that. <laughs> I created it. That'd be a shirt. What, what's the saying again? Say it again. What's the saying? It doesn't have to work every time. It just has to work one time. Yep. I'd buy it because I've done some stuff like that. Like, Couple races ago in a cup lot. <laughs> you do hey, what man. you gotta do. You bounce okay. it off the wall and you, it's true. you keep on getting. It's true. Wait, what, about, what about you, uh, Preston? Uh, you agree with the drivers and voicing their complaint, notably Larson on that one, or do you disagree with his statement? No, I I disagree with him right now. Like I said, you know, Kyle Larson and uh, Kyle Larson. In that interview, it said, you know, that he was embarrassed that he even tried something like that. I guess it was at Darlington last year. Um, and when I heard him say that, I don't really want to say this, but I kind of lost respect for him at this point when he said it like that because how can you come out here and say that it's embarrassing for the sport when – and then he – I mean, of course, he walked it back and said that he was embarrassed that he did it himself. But, I mean, you're literally saying it's embarrassing for the sport, but you – tried something similar last year and it just it didn't work out yep i was there so for i that lost race. respect yep. for him for that and also i feel like he's only saying that because he's kind of spoiled now because he gets a lot of wins these days i'm just gonna say it right there i'm put it out there i don't really care kyle larson gets wins these days so of course he's there's gonna think the it's embarrassing there's the photo i took on pit road after that that's that's a good picture so i'm a professional photographer you you barely got the word photographer out of your mouth right then. Someone's just jealous, and I think his name is Charlie Herkus. Okay. I, that, that's where I was going with that. I, I think everybody that's a Debbie Downer about this is, you know, jealous that they've tried to pull this move off, and they didn't complete it. And it didn't Kyle work. Larson, the picture you just took, Kyle Larson tried it. He didn't do it. Says, coming from a dirt guy that will run the cushion and beat the right side of his car to death to win a race. 
So we're we're between oval dirt track racing and NASCAR. Is that embarrassing? No, I mean I totally like agree. Totally I mean I, I get where some people can say, "Oh, well, that's embarrassing." Just just throw your you know however many three thousand thirty five hundred pound car into the wall and go yeah. and go for it. That I mean that's well. I think in the playoffs are created. Here, here's the here's the thing. Kristen's cat just stared at me in my soul. I think Logano said about the dumbest thing of all, though. Here we go. <laughs> because he said, I think you could, you know, I think you should be allowed to do it, but once you hit the wall, you you shouldn't be allowed to advance your position. I was like, well, that's kind of the whole point in doing it. <laughs> so if Logano hits the wall in Phoenix for a win, and passes whomever it is to secure a championship. He shouldn't win the championship. And in Logano's eyes, that's apparently that's what he, that's pretty that's, much that's, what he was saying. Or, or at Darlington, where you know you have to run next to the wall anyways, and most of the time when you make passes, yeah, well, you get a dark, you fit the we're corner. talking about purposely sending it, riding the wall, well, yeah, or I'm ripping right. the wall. It's true. You're not riding, you gotta rip it, rip it. He ripped like a frog, it. Rip it. It kind of reminds me back in uh, the, my days in Iraq when all I would drink is rippets. Yeah, those were a big thing. Those were a big thing in Iraq. The official energy drink of the war on terrorism right there, rippets. <laughs> all right. Are you allowed to say that? I am allowed to say that because I was there. <laughs> I was there. So... Last one here since 2000, or two more to go, sorry. Since, Iraqi since, War, sponsored by Rippets. <laughs> pretty much. Ask any Iraqi War vet, and they'll tell you the same thing. Since 2014, the winner of the final race has won the championship. Does this happen again this weekend? This is a good one, I feel. I'm, I'm going to say no. It's a the, tough one. These new, these new cars are so... Uh, yeah, you have to think about I'm, this I'm, one. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm this. gonna say no. Um, I know in previous years it, it, it that's the same story that's happened, but I'm gonna say no because these new cars, you never, you never really know. Um, Christopher Bell's liable to run the first stage, have a right rear blowout, back in the wall, and he's done for the day. Yeah, we are um, back on a mile and a half. That's true. relatively flat. It's yep. not, it's not really high bank. So, so my answer is no, man. All right, Preston, what about you? Does, does the championship get determined by the race winner this year, or is it? A, do we have a different winner and champion? A different winner and champion. Okay. What about you, Charlie? I will say I'll go against the grain from these two and say same. Okay. And, and it's tough for me because I want to say – we the same just based on the last eight seasons that we've seen. We've seen the winner of the race win the championship. But this year, I'm going to have to go with Austin and Preston to say, no, man, we're going to see a different race winner. We're going to see a in a, a champion be ground and do double burnouts. I'm, I'm, I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. It's going to be interesting to see, though. Oh, so you're here. saying none of the championship four drivers win the race. Correct. None of the championship four drivers win the race. It's going to be somebody who is right. Two different people. There's going to be somebody win the championship and somebody win the race. I yeah. say the same person wins both. Okay. And everybody yeah, I don't. I, this it's it's tough yeah, to say. Same, same person wins the race. Okay. And Preston, different people. 
Different people. All right, split okay, deci- so, split yep. decision right there for that one. And last one here for Hey Man. I, I didn't catch this in the Xfinity Series race in Homestead, but apparently this this happened. Matt Crafton, I'm taking it there, Charlie, correct? Yep. Matt Crafton altering the truck race last week in Homestead, but no Clearly. Pe- but no penalty has been was issued by NASCAR. I didn't even, even brought up. I didn't even know Golden about Boy this. The truck series. I didn't even know about this. I don't even know what happened. So, Charlie, can you go ahead and fill us in on what happened? Because I have no idea what happened. Yeah. Uh, Craftsman on fresher tires, come back out. Could have easily passed his teammate. Uh, drove under him multiple times and actually got in front of him. Uh, just about it, and was like, I guess, realized, oh crap, I gotta stay behind him, and just literally rode behind him, would run him down, back up, run him down, back up. Um, Stuart Friesen missed the final four by one point, if I'm not mistaken. So, I think when it comes to altering sure. races and all you know, throwing curveballs out there, it is a ball and strike thing. Because we saw Cole Custer get penalized after the Roval for altering the race based on radio communication there from his spotter and crew chief. We didn't see it. We saw a penalty there. Back up to Bristol last season. Chase Elliott clearly altered that race and no penalty was issued. I think it's such a tough thing to determine for one hundred percent fact. I mean, I think it's clear to see what's happening, but it's 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 if NASCAR penalized everybody, I think there would be penalties handed down every race for perceived alterations and holding up people throughout the race. I, I think it'd be so tough to police that. That there will be penalties every week because whoever is making those decisions in the tower will have to say will have to be consistent for one, and two. I think maybe twenty five percent of the field might be then called in to question about, hey, this is altering. But then you get into the crew chiefs and everybody saying, hey, this guy altered a race because of this and this and this. It's tough to say, and I I, I don't know if you guys Preston or. Austin agree with me on this, but I, I think it, that's just a very tough thing to police in the world of NASCAR is perceived altering of the race. Unless there's a communication, radio communication, like in the case of Cole Custer, like in the case of Clint Boyer a number of years ago, Spingate. So I think it's, it's a tough thing to call on that one because then you're opening up a whole can of worms and if NASCAR opens up those cans of worms it's going to be tough to put everything back it's like opening up Pandora's box yeah I'll agree with you it's tough to catch every single one of them it's just it's just hard to watch two truck two teammate trucks um one on wore out tires one on fresher tires and the fresher tires gets up to him and then just all of a sudden just falls off just can get to his back bumper break camp can't pass him. And I, I get if they were on the same lap tires, um, you know, you, you can get a run, but you can't, you know, throttle up off the corner and actually, actually clear him. Um, but when you're almost beating his back bumper off going in the corner and you're just letting him go, that's uh, it's a little bit suspicious, but like you said, it, it's harder to police it. They can't catch them all. Um, if you hand out penalties left and right, you're going to bust somebody that really wasn't trying to do it. It just looked like it. 
and then you let the ones that were trying to do it uh, skate free. So it's it's just one of them yeah. one of them things. You you either get away with it or you don't. Yep, I totally agree. Preston, what about you? I I didn't get to see this this uh, I, what I, I happened, didn't but I, didn't I mean, either. It like I agree. I mean, it would just it would be way too hard to police something like this, especially when you have this many cars on a racetrack. You you see it in other sports. It was I mean, a truck, seen not in a other car. sports or a truck car, whatever. It's Come on, Charlie. Semantics there. Thirty six trucks on the track. Thirty two trucks actually. <laughs> I think it's thirty two these days. But whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, it, it'd be hard to police something like that. Would, you still know it would be, and I think you'd be opening up a whole Pandora's box of possibilities from that. I think it would be bad to call that. I mean, I I, I see where you're coming from, Charlie, but at the same time, they should have then penalized Chase Elliott. They should have then penalized a lot of other drivers throughout the years where you could clearly tell that this guy is holding this guy up for a teammate. It is what it is. I don't think anything – I think more people are more focused on Ross Chastain rule than a altering the race rule, which is – Tough to say, but it that was hey man. Anything else, guys? For hey man, any last topics that we need to know about before we move on here? Uh, not that I can think of. All right, I think, I think we cleared them all. All right, and hey man, here at Rambling About Racing, presented by Devos Outdoor Lighting. Use code Rambling for ten percent off of your order. Those links can be found at ramblingaboutracing.com under the sponsors tab, or in the podcast and YouTube descriptions below and that's devos outdoor lighting use discount code rambling for 10 percent off folks before we continue on with the episode we wanted to remind everyone out there again about our stores at teespring and bonfire where you can find the latest and greatest rambling about racing gear t-shirts hoodies hats mugs you name it we got we also got throwback in the marbles gear as well And from now till the end of August, if you use discount code HOT, H-O-T, at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your order for all the items that you need, whether you're going to be supporting Rambling About Racing at the local short tracks, NASCAR, Formula One, Indy, you name it. Doesn't matter where you support it, just support the show. You look good in it as well. Again, HOT till the end of August for 10% off your orders from both Teespring and Bonfire. Links will be in the podcast description and YouTube description below. Go check them out. And now we get into our race picks, gentlemen. Championship weekend here for NASCAR. I can't believe it. It, it was like yesterday, Preston and I were kicking off season four here, getting ready for the birth of my daughter, getting ready for Daytona. And now everything has just come full circle here. This weekend at Phoenix, Truck Xfinity and Cup races from the Phoenix Motor Speedway there in Phoenix, Arizona. The truck race will be Friday, November 4th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on FS1. That's a crazy late start, if you ask me, there for a truck series race. But, hey, I don't make the schedule here. The Xfinity Series will be at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA. And the Cup Series race Sunday, November 6th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC. No Formula One race this weekend. Gentlemen, race winners and championships and champions for each of those series. And whoever wants to start first can start. If not, I'll, I'll start. We'll go ahead and start off. We'll go ahead and start off with the trucks. 
Time on time out. We so this is championship race, last race. We can double stack. We can let's double stack. I, let's I think, double stack or I triple stack. Because I know I know mine and Charlie's are probably going to be the same. They're probably going to be close. Yeah, minus one or two. But yeah, I think I think there's going to be a lot of things here that's going to go on here. This is going to be interesting to see. And let us know in the comments below if you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, whatever. Who you have winning the Truck Xfinity and Cup Series championships as well as the races if there are two different drivers. Starting off with the trucks, we'll start off with Austin there. Trucks. I'm taking Ty Majeski. I said here a couple episodes back, once he gets this thing figured out, um, he's going to be like his late model career. He's he's going to win left and right. Um, so, he, you know, he had a, he's had a strong or pretty strong season. First win at Bristol, coming back to Homestead and winning it. So I, I'm going to say Ty Majeski seals the deal lot and gets his first championship. All right. Uh, Austin or Charlie, or Preston or Charlie, I'm so used to saying Austin and Charlie, not Preston and Charlie. When do you two want to go or you want me to go? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Majeski as well. He's found it at the right time. So once he got that first win, he, he clicked off and got another one. So uh, plus, look, Toyota's dominate the truck series, guys. You know, whether it be with Thor Sport or, uh, you know, KBM, it's hard to beat the Toyotas in a truck series. Zane Smith started off hot. I mean, he come out the gates on fire. But since then, he's fallen off, and it, they really just haven't gotten their rhythm back. So it, it's hard for me to really pick him for the last race here. Uh, I, I got to go with Majeski. All right. I think defending Cup Series champion Ben Rhodes gets two in a row here in a Toyota. Thor Motorsports gets his second career Cup Series championship back-to-back. Truck. Truck. That's what I said, truck. However, I think he doesn't win the race. I think Stuart Friesen wins the race, and Ben Rhodes brings home the championship. Ooh. Spicing it up over there in Carolina. That's what we do here in Preston Truck Series. <laughs> Chandler Smith wins the race and wins the championship. All right. Chandler Average Smith. finish of 2.3. He's got to win at Phoenix. Hey, you can't take yeah. it away from those. Three wins statistics. on the season. Oh, yeah. Chandler, counting out Chandler Smith there, I think would be a bad idea. Preston, I'm glad you said something. Of course, we have to throw it out there. Nobody picks Zane Smith in the Ford. It's going to be a Toyota heavy championship week there for the truck series i feel xfinity series now the driver's going for the championship here i should have read this off for the truck series noah gregson ty gibbs josh berry and justin allgaier three junior motorsports drivers in the hunt for the championship here this weekend in phoenix i just want to add a note that i i got all four uh picks right and my final four and the- go ahead and toot your own horn to get tooted in, in, in what the cup series all right, whatever. All right, Xfinity Series. No, in the Xfinity. Oh, in the Xfinity Series? Okay. Mm. Uh, well, well played, Charlie. Congratulations on that. There's no prize for that. I'm about to say, you get a whole prize of nothing. Yeah, you get a – congratulations, you get nothing. But bragging rights going into the next season. I'm going to get my $100 Amazon card. No, you're not, dude. Okay, we're not going to do this again. <laughs> okay, Xf- Xfinity Series from <laughs> Phoenix here. Gregson, Gibbs, Barry, Allgaier, Preston, we're going to start off with you. Who do you have going to hoist that Xfinity Series championship trophy? I have Noah Gregson winning the race and winning the championship. All right. 
That's a good pick right there. I th- I have a feeling that might be uh, along the lines of Austin and Charlie here, but we'll find out here. Charlie, who do you have winning the Xfinity Series championship? Who'd you pick, Preston? Pick Noah Gregson. Uh, Noah Gregson. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. Yeah, I, I gotta go with Gregson. He, he's going to win the, he's going to win the championship. I, I say he wins the race as well. All right. So there's two for Gregson right there. What do you got, Austin? No Gregson all the way. All right. Three he, for Gregson. He, he definitely stepped it up during the playoffs. He has. Um, I just, I just can't see Noah Gregson not winning this race unless he gets taken out. Right. Um, yep. And if he does, I'm pretty sure there's two other JRM cars that yep. will steal my, the deal. My my backup, my backup on that one's going to be uh, it, it's going to be Barry. Well, you can't have a backup there. What if that's my, my primary I can. pick? You can't have a backup. My backup to my backup is going to be Algar. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, who's your backup to your backup to your backup? Ty Gibbs, Austin Hill. There we go. <laughs> you can't do that, man. Okay. If Ty Gibbs wins the championship, no, he was going to win the race. Oh, no. oh, win the race. I got you. Okay. Yeah. No, Ty. Uh, one of those three, Ty Gibbs will get taken out before one of those other three. So they'll <laughs> still finish in front of him. Yeah, that's that's what everybody's thinking. It's whoever here. gets wrecked last. <laughs> it's true. I have a feeling this is going to be a. Crazy weekend there the when it comes to that. Liable to be the best race of the week. I have a feeling it will be too. I'm going with the Junior Motorsports driver as well, but it's going to be Justin Allgaier going to be hoisting that Xfinity Series Championship trophy and another curveball here. AJ Allmendinger wins the race. So you have no faith in the championship driver winning the race? No, I I, I want to see someone else different. Two. I'm, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm exactly with you. I just I'm, don't see it I'm with you. Like I'm with you, but more so. On the cup side, not the... All right. Expanding the truck. Though, even though I've already said same. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Earlier. I, I hear you, buddy. Okay. And the final four for the Cup Series season, the wrap-up of the 2022 season here in Phoenix, Joey Logano, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, and Chase Elliott racing for a championship there at Phoenix for the Cup Series. I'm just going to go I'm ahead. I'm going and last. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going last. 
I'll go first this time. Based on just his will to get in and can do anything to do it, my heart says Chastain. My wallet, however, says Joey Logano gets his second career Cup Series championship. He must have a Joey what, Logano wallet. What, I was about to say, what does your wallet have to do with it? Has he got a 22 stamped on it? It's no. probably pink glitter, too. Joey Logano. No wonder if you have 22 on the uh, end of your name these days. That's my wife's <laughs> lucky number. And... Okay. Okay, Preston. That's noted. That's noted. Okay. Joey Logano gets it done here, and he does it by winning the race and hoist the championship. But you didn't pick same. You picked two different. You said it was going to be two earlier. All right, fine. Well, then the race winner will be Kyle <laughs> Larson. And the championship will be Joey Logano. Leave it up to Charlie to call you out on your mistakes. Sometimes I just feel like kicking him out of the studio. Just boop. There goes that. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to. So, okay, fine. Larson gets it done. He race, He wins the race. Logano wins the championship. What about you, Austin? I'm going to go with the Florida man, Watermelon Ross Chastain. Um, the, what he did at Martinsville was unbelievable. The momentum is really big in racing. Don't ask me why. It just is. Um, I just had this feeling that he showed his, t- his team owner, his crew chief, his pit crew, that, hey, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get us here. And it's all going to come together and he, and he's going to do something phenomenal to probably win the race. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with watermelon Ross Chastain. Preston. Yeah. Preston. I think Denny Hamlin's going to win the race. I'll choke. Good pick. But, good pick. Off. Good pick. Preston. Yeah. Don't let them discourage you. Denny Hamlin will win the race. And you know, I'm, I'm mold on this as far as the champion is going to be for a little bit. You know, Joey Logano, average race finish at Phoenix is a 6.3, but I kind of wanted, I, I don't want to see, like, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see Chase Elliott win championship. I want to see Ross Chastain win it, honestly. And Ross Chastain finished second at Phoenix earlier in the season. So True. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain. Champion. Okay. Now, if I could telepathically guess what Charlie's pick is. Chase Elliott wins it all, and he wins it everything. He wins the race. Actually, no, I'm picking Christopher Bell. <laughs> You're picking a Toyota driver? You're picking a Toyota driver? I, if, if, I, if I'm picking, I hate to do Emma, it. If I'm Emma, picking go some, check on your daddy. If I'm picking Emma. somebody to win, oh, okay. only because Elliott's mile and a half stuff lately has been a little off. Yeah, Logano's been fairly strong. Denny and Chastain still have a little bit of unfinished business. Look, Bell, uh, Bell's been clutch lately, guys. Like, yeah. Talk about stepping up to the plate. He really has. Really has. We get that Chastain, you know, Hey, all eyes are on me, but I think Bell's fine with that. Like, Hey, do that. Like, look at him. Don't worry about me. I'll fly under the radar. So I, I do I see where you're coming I, from. Pretty, I, I, I pretty, pretty solid pick, uh, explanation to your pick. Yep, I like that. Very, very well so said. I, I think Bell might get it done, and I, you know, regardless of him having to win his way in and stuff like that, I, I think Bell's been the best Gibbs car all year. Yeah, yeah. So and okay, so, yep. So that's there, my pick. There are picks here. We have one right here. Jason Reeves says Zane Smith. Winning the Truck Series Championship. Noah Gregson and Ross Chastain 
winning Xfinity and Cup Series championships right there. So it should be interesting to see. By the way, we didn't cover Formula One. Max Verstappen won in a dominating fashion in the Mexican Grand Prix. No surprise there. No Formula One race this weekend. No loss. Didn't he break a tie that he had, or did he tie a record? I think he broke the record, right, Preston? Broke the record. I, I didn't really watch much of it. There was really nothing to there, watch. There's it's, nothing to watch anymore. It's because the season's over. The season's been over for a couple of weeks now. No, it's, it's just nothing. The, the race itself was nothing to really. No, it wasn't. It was a boring race. It, it, it now, was. Lewis, Lewis Hamilton was dethroned by Max Verstappen, and now it's just a Red Bull show. Expect much of the same in the 2023 season. In fact, go back and listen to earlier episodes of Rambling About Racing and when we were calling in the marbles. Just to hear, just that will give you a preview. Just switch out Hamilton for Verstappen. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right, gentlemen, anything else before we get into our final thoughts here? I'm good. Good? All right, well, let's get into our final thoughts. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. Fanatics is a proud sponsor of Burns Radio, which we here at Ramblin' About Racing are a proud affiliate with. Fanatics, you can find all your latest and greatest NASCAR skiers to get you ready for this coming up season, such as t-shirts, hoodies, hats, diecast, and so much more. But you don't only have to stop in there and buy NASCAR gear. I get all my latest and greatest Washington Capitals gear from there. Yeah, not only do you get hockey gear and stuff like that, I go in there, where I get all my Alabama Crimson Tide gear. Yeah, that's right. Roll Tide, man. It's a one-stop shop for all your sports gear needs, no matter what sports you're interested in. All purchases help out. Burns Radio bring you latest and greatest content and keep us on the air to bring you guys that content through the radio. If you head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under our Partners tab, there you will find the link to Fanatics. Take you right there. Go do your shopping there for this upcoming racing season or for whatever sports you want. Go check them out. White flag, white flag. White flag, white flag. White flag, one lap to go, one lap right here. Speaking of the season being wrapped up here, I'm pretty sure and I'm pretty confident to say that Charlie Herkus is the 2022 Rambling About Racing Fantasy Champion for this year, dethroning SMR R&D, the two-time defending champion of the league. So I'm going to go ahead and say now, congratulations, Charlie. You earned it. And I, I hope somebody dethrones you. I'm hoping to get a big trophy here with a fantasy racing thing and just put all the winners' names on there, all the past champions on there, and your name will adorn it along with SMR R&Ds there, man. So congratulations, man. Boy, you got a lot of faith in Charlie Herkus. I, I think yeah. a lot. I, I mean, there's I look, still I look, a whole I mean, weekend I, to go. I, I, I know y'all are good friends and stuff, I but looked, you haven't. But I looked at the points. It would be a miracle. Charlie's been picking yeah. them real good all year. And I think it's going to take a Charlie Herkison. I think it's going to I think it's going to take a miracle for whomever the second place driver is to make up 200 points to to catch him. If if unless Charlie Herkus's picks just fall through the roof, he's got it. I told you don't 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 congratulate him till after the race after tech. Oh, uh, true. <laughs> I'm telling you. I won't tell you all my secret, but yeah, it ain't over. 
I mean, it's not, but it's going to be a long shot. It will take a minute. Mean, we, we just saw from Martinsville. It ain't over till Tech's cleared. It ain't Brad over. Kislowski. I'm just saying. It ain't over till Ross Chastain <laughs> crosses that finish line one way or another, right? <laughs> don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> all right. This week in NASCAR here, real quick, before we get into our fantasy standings leading into the final race of the season, we go to November 3rd, 1985. Bill Elliott rebounds with a victory in the Atlanta Journal 500 for his record-setting 11th Super Speedway win of the season. Elliott tops David Pearson's 1973 record of 10 Super Speedway wins in a season, and that was November 3rd, 1985. And, Charlie, you want to go ahead and ramble off those fantasy standings here, leaning into Phoenix for the final race? Sure. So, sitting seventh is Matt. 5279. Sixth is SMRRD with 5788. Uh, fifth is S Blades with 5967. Fourth is SMR Operations, 6014. Third is Matt Camper, 6054. Second, Super Sumo, 32 with 6118. And like I said, I think it'll be tough, but I mean, doable, but eh, highly improbable. I just need to finish one more week to lead it from start to finish. That's right, man. You've been leading it since Daytona. And I think the highest I've gotten in points was fourth. I was starting to catch you there. Then I, then I stopped. Then I stopped. Just everything. Just stopped. Hoping to have more of that next year. If you're watching right now, make sure to stay on the lookout on all social media platforms for next season's Rambling About Racing. League Fantasy League, where you will get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card should you become the champion. We've seen a two-time champion in James Maples there. SMR R&D, to be precise. He's won $200 already. Maybe somebody else will dethrone Charlie Herkus and win next year, actually, a $200 Amazon gift card because it just rolls over. Man, that just... Yeah. Just hurts Charlie's poor little I'll, feelings. I'll, I'll, I will buy Charlie a, a rambling about racing T-shirt. How about that, Charlie? That just burns my buns. Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Don't know what to tell you. It is what it is. But, gentlemen, that was our show. Uh, Preston, Charlie, Austin, thank you for taking the time to be on this episode of Rambling About Racing. A handful of them to go until our winter break coming up here. Towards the end of December, here we, we wrap up every season with a Christmas special. It's coming fast this year. Can't wide. wait to my Christmas special background. Oh, boy. Here we go. And, <laughs> and uh, oh, wait, one thing we have to cover here before we let leave, and I know, I know we're waiting to our final thoughts here, the VRL race from the Circuit of America's Coda, where Austin Reeves scored himself a top 10 for – Rawr Motorsports there. Congratulations on that, Austin. Great job all day. And I tell you, man, we got Pocono tomorrow. Make sure to subscribe to AAA Broadcasting on YouTube where you can view that race as well as our streams from Twitch, myself, Charlie, and Austin. Hopefully I'll be able to make it tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see on that one due to scheduling stuff coming up here. It's just one of those things. I just had a schedule. They just have to race on Wednesday. I don't know. But, guys, uh, tell us about Coda real quick, and uh, let's preview Pocono for that series, and then we'll wrap it up here. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go. Yeah, just you, take you too long. go first. It, 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 was, it was tough. I'm not going to lie. Um, 
had have no road course racing experience at all. No background, nothing. Only road course I run is, you know, the little go-kart tracks you go to when you go to the beach. Um, after about lap two, your tires started to fall off and you were skating around the corners. Um, you really had to pay attention on downshifting, not shattering the rear tires, um, getting back in the throttle, not spinning the tires. Um, and we had 33 laps. Um, I thought I had messed myself up during stage one because I hit the turtle and got airborne, blew the corner, had to stop. And then I spun out twice, uh, finished 10th in stage one, got some stage points, um, had a pretty good pit stop. I think I restarted like 11th. I was trying to keep up with the lead pack, um, but I screwed myself on a couple of corners, downshifted too early, chattered the rear tires, um, wheel hop, had to get out of it. I think I worked my way up to eighth, and then a guy pitted right behind me, or right in front of me, and he came out right behind me. Uh, he had like two or three lap fresher tires. I knew he was coming. And I heard the car behind me say, you didn't have to dive bomb me like that. So I knew he was coming. I saw him in the rearview mirror. I just, I let him go. I didn't want him to take me out and cause me a top 10. Um, if it was one and two and he was coming, then I probably would have blocked him. Um, but it, it, was, it was a tough race. I didn't think this virtual stuff could be tough on you. Um, but it's, it's the closest thing to real life you could get. It, it really tests you. Um, but other than that, a top 10 I'm happy to finally get a top 10 without getting dumped. Um, so on to Pocono. Yep, on to Pocono indeed. And Charlie, not the best of days there. Coda there. Hopefully you can make it up there at Pocono. Yeah, I don't get it. I had fresher tires, and the leaders would still gain 12 seconds on old tires on me a lap. So I have brand new tires. So I, I think next year you'll be better versed at the VRL League than anything. Like I said, I probably will not race in that league next year. So I, I don't get where I get I rating and all that. But if you're in a league, the I rating crap should not matter. But we boosted ours. Well, it boosted ours. No, it, it, we gained a lot on ours at Martinsville. We did. So the old, old short track stuff come in handy at Martinsville, except for one race for me the other night. But. Well, uh, other than that, it, it steadily went up. Yep. So. Well, definitely going to be fun to watch if you're tuning into us now, not during our regular podcast platform, or I guess in the regular podcast platform. Make sure to go to AAA Broadcasting on YouTube to watch the VRL Racing League from the Pocono Raceway. I like Pocono. should be a lot of fun. Like I said, hopefully I can make it. Definitely Austin and Charlie will be there. Go and support Ramblin' about racing motorsports. There at Pocono, and that could, and our social media handle for that is R A R underscore Motorsports on Twitter. So go check that out, gentlemen. Anything else before we wrap it up here this episode? Thank you to Austin, Charlie, and Preston for showing up here. Anything else? Nope, I'm good. I'm good. And Preston, anything nope. else, buddy? All right, buddy. Nope. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up on this episode of Rambling About Racing. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're on Facebook, Twitter, or youtube live or regular podcast platform or burns radio really do please appreciate it make sure to go to ramblingaboutracing.com for links to all of our social media platforms facebook twitter instagram and youtube for the latest and greatest in world of auto racing as well as what's going on with our lives as well thanks to our partners of the show stand up to cancer fanatics extreme sim racing and devos outdoor landing for all they do not only for rambling about racing but for what they do for belly up sports and burns radio as well 
for Charlie Herc is Chuck 8384, Austin Reeves, Austin underscore Reeves 6, Preston Lude, P underscore Luda. I'm Matt Beamer, Beamer 22 on Twitter. Stay safe and see you after this weekend's championship races from Phoenix. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.